We got to do an emergency podcast, guys. We got Chris Moxley here, Matthew Bruning, all of us from CampusToCant.com. Caleb Williams announces that he is, in fact, entering the transfer portal. This had been rumored uh, when Lincoln Riley left uh, uh, Oklahoma for USC, but Caleb Williams decided to stick around through the bowl game, had an excellent game, uh, and is now entering the transfer portal. Matt, what what's your reaction to this big news? It's not surprising, but it's also very interesting. I, I really thought after all this time and playing in the bowl game, he was likely going to stay at OU. Obviously, there's still a possibility of that, of him staying. Brett Venables, uh, they, they kind of released their own statement, uh, I believe, right before Caleb Williams announced what he was doing or after. I'm not 100% sure which came first. Uh, but I don't know where he goes. I mean, I've seen a lot of people, obviously the big ones, USC, does he follow Lincoln out there? And what, what could that mean for Jackson Dart? But I, I just saw another post that some people are posting like Oregon's up there. That makes absolutely no sense to me with Bo Nix transferring there and Ty Thompson. Uh, obviously another big one is Ole Miss. I mean, Luke Altmaier looked okay the other night, but with, you know, uh, Lane Kiffin there and in his, you know, perceived ability to develop quarterbacks and offensive mind. I think that could be a good landing spot, but, but in all honesty, I think it's very interesting. He even said in his, uh, his post that, that he's not ruling out returning to Oklahoma, but that's the only way he can quote unquote officially talk to other schools. So I don't even know if he's made up his mind yet on where he is going. Uh, but it's, it's one of the best players in college football at the quarterback position in the transfer portal. So it just allows more, more teams to get shaken up and more, more player movement. Yeah. It, it's really like Matt said, I don't know if it's shocking, but I think the timing of it is pretty interesting after everyone had already kind of left. He then follows suit. I, I think that it's honestly, I think this is a product of the NIL system more than anything. Like I, I find it hard to believe that that doesn't play a huge role here. Um, I think bringing in Jeff Levy, was a good decision by Oklahoma. I think that he's a good offensive coordinator. I think that he would be a great fit with Caleb Williams. I don't know if it's that that's driving it as much. I do think it's a lot more of the NIL portion of this. And if you saw Oklahoma football statement today, in the first sentence, they said, we will continue to be engaged with him and his family on a comprehensive plan for his development as a student, a quarterback, including a path to graduation and strategic leveraging of NIL opportunities. This is basically Caleb Williams going in and saying, hey, like, up the ante, or I'm going to go to a school who pay me more. I got, I, that's, really what, that's really what he's doing here. Um, and so I think because of that, I think there's a chance that he does stay in Norman at Oklahoma. But there are some really interesting landing thought spots being thrown around, including USC. So I don't know where he goes, but I, I do think this is a product of NIL. And again, we're seeing all these transfers, and that's a big portion. Well, let's jump in here and talk about potentially him transferring to USC. Just think about the domino effect that that could have really at both schools. If he goes to USC, Jackson Dart is transferring. If he leaves OU, Mario Williams, uh, Marvin Mims, you have to think that maybe even Eric Gray, those guys are leaving. We've already saw uh, Jadon Hazelwood and Austin Stogner leave. And I don't think that it's going to be Ole Miss because he essentially gets Ole Miss at OU next year with Jeff Lebby, uh, Ole Miss's offensive coordinator, coming in. Uh, Caleb Williams was absolutely one of the 
you know, you can tell in just the interviews that you heard with him, especially when he uh, committed to Oklahoma and 24 seven did that special on him committing to Oklahoma. He's a, he's a CEO. He's a smart kid. I mean, you saw him after the bowl game. He's someone who is recruiting kids to Oklahoma. He even talked about not wanting to bail on his teammates. I think that this is just to, he wants to do some window shopping to see if there's anything else out there. I don't know that there really is going to be. You think about his finalists. I'm trying to look look up who his finalists were uh, when he came out of the D, the D.C. area, but one of those was Maryland. He's not going to Maryland. He's not going to Texas. Quint Ewers is there. He's not going to Alabama. And I, I so, you know, I, I think that we land on USC, and I just don't – I think that what Jeff Levy, what we expect him to do, a heavy RPO system with some read option – and, and then when Caleb Williams pass, allow him to scramble and improvise and be that Houdini, I think that that's the perfect, perfect fit for him. I think that he is going to end up staying at Oklahoma. So you named some of his finalists. The one that um, you didn't was LSU. I think that's pretty interesting. I think that's a pretty interesting landing spot. Um, I don't know who the quarterback is there. They don't have a quarterback for their bowl game, first of all, but I don't know who the the future is there besides walker howard walker howard probably isn't going to come in and start year one so i think that's an interesting one um one that i've seen thrown around is um georgia and like i think that makes a lot of sense too but there's no reason that he can't stay at oklahoma like i don't think that oklahoma can offer less than these other programs can in terms of nil money i mean they have the resources to do so it's basically going to come down whether or not caleb williams wants to stay i i think like i i just think this is a play by him to say hey like let's get another couple nil deals that are worth a couple million on the table you saw what i could do and look at all these players leaving your program if i stay you retain a lot of offensive talent let's work something out and it's i mean that's basically what he's his message is like i i think it's just strategic playing good for him like he should absolutely be doing this why not yeah, LSU is is definitely interesting. I mean, they're bringing back Miles Brennan, so but I, I mean, he's not at all in the realm of what Caleb Williams is. I don't think he competes with with him at all. Uh, you know, Clemson is up there too. His final five, and Felix just mentioned he was looking for him was Maryland, Penn State, Oklahoma, Clemson, and then LSU. I mean, really, out of that list, the only one that makes a ton of sense is LSU. Uh, because I don't, I mean, if he goes to Penn State, obviously, I'm pretty sure James Franklin's not like, no, nah, we're still starting Sean Clifford. But uh, outside of those two, I mean, Maryland, you know, really doesn't make sense. They're not going to, even with Caleb there, they're not winning the Big Ten. They're not competing for anything. Maybe he gets a lot of NIL money. I mean, Clemson, maybe. I, I mean, I think it would, it wouldn't be unfair to say he beats out DJU. Clemson, Clemson's still a name brand at the moment. Now, granted, Dabo's never really gone into the transfer portal. Does he finally break his rule for Caleb Williams? Uh, and then obviously, you know, um, oh, I just mentioned Maryland. So, yeah, I'm with Moxley. It makes sense that it might be more for, for the NIL stuff. Again, you know, Ole Miss is the one that does stand out to me because we've all been talking, you know, in our Slack and in our Discord all the time, like, why hasn't Lane Kiffin gone out and gotten somebody in the transfer portal? Because none of us really thought Luke Altmaier was going to be it. Maybe he's known for a while that Caleb Williams was going to, and he's kind of been backdoor conversations. I mean, I know losing, you know, um, what help me out here. I mean, his name is now completely out of my head. Uh, the offensive coordinator, Matt, 
Jeff, Jeff Levy. Levy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Levy. I don't know why I wanted to say Luke something. Okay. Uh, I mean, but you still get Lane Kiffin. You're in the SEC, which is uh, alone is going to be a bigger brand than what he was at Oklahoma in the Big 12, especially with all those players leaving. And we saw what he was able to do for Matt Corral for a year. So to me, that's the biggest one that stands out. But I think at the end of the day, Moxley is probably right here. And it's just a way for him to get a little bit more NIL money. And he's going to end up coming back to, to OU because Felix, you mentioned it too. Not only is he a business, like the way him and his family have done everything, you you, any interview he's done, all the stuff you talk, he really talks about like how big it is for what his family thinks, how often he talks with them about every move that they make and how strategic it is. So I think that that's probably a big part of it as well. You know, you know what's interesting about Ole Miss? Their new offensive coordinator is Charlie Weiss Jr. And Charlie Weiss Jr. I think did a really good job at USF last year, um, given like the situation. They had Timmy McLean, and Timmy McLean looked good. Like he's a mobile quarterback. I don't think that's a bad fit for him. I, I think Charlie West Jr., he's like 27 or 28. Like he He's a fast rising stock, and I think he could do a good job with Caleb Williams. So if Caleb Williams, Lane Kiffin goes to him and says, hey, you know I can develop players. You saw what Corral did. We're bringing in Charlie Weiss Jr. Look how he was able to deal to handle a guy like Timmy McClain. We could dominate. Like We could change our offense. Make it a little more run heavy, like true run heavy, not like Matt Corral, not sliding for five yards every play, 30 times a game. I think that's a really interesting fit. Like, I, it's going to come down to, I think, the money. And I think he ultimately stays. But I do think Ole Miss is a legitimate destination. Yeah. I mean, we add uh, Caleb Williams to uh, Cameron Ward entering the transfer portal. Is he is he confirmed to UCLA? No, that's I'm sorry, that's Dylan Gabriel. Uh Cameron Ward is still out there. Uh, um Max Johnson uh uh he's at Texas A&M. Is Calzada out there? Uh Harrison Bailey in Tennessee is still is still out there. So Grant Wells entered you know, today. I, I would not. Yeah, I was going to say Grant, Grant Wells. Your boy Grant <laughs> Wells entered today. That's another interesting one. I I mean, we can talk about that later. I think that he might end up at another G5 school, just maybe a better G5 school. But um, no, I. Uh, this is why we love college football. You know, there the the news cycle is always moving. If you are out there and you aren't playing in campus to Canton leagues or aren't playing in some sort of college fantasy format you are absolutely missing out so my my prediction as far as Caleb Williams goes is that he returns to Oklahoma and I wouldn't be surprised if he brought back a transfer running back or wide receiver with him because he is uh, someone that has a presence I mean you see how his teammates gravitate towards him he was reported that he was recruiting after he committed to Oklahoma Uh, I got Caleb Williams staying at OU Bruning, Mox, do you want to make a prediction on what happens with him? I agree. I think he stays at I think he stays at Oklahoma. That makes the most sense. Um, can I throw one like really, really under the radar destination out, like shooting from deep? UNC, mm. North Carolina. His girlfriend. I think they're still together. I I couldn't confirm through social media sleuthing, but his girlfriend goes to UNC. So I'm just saying they have Phil Longo, Sam Howell's moving on. They have a top 10 class. Like a lot of a lot of things are aligning at UNC to make them an interesting definite destination for a transfer. So I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. Shooting shooting from deep, but ultimately I do think he stays at Oklahoma. That makes the most sense. 
Hey, hey, we saw the girlfriend uh, thing playing in for, for Keaton Slovis going to pit, yeah. so you never know. Uh, because I like chaos, I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I, I really think that he would be a really interesting fit there, as Moxley mentioned, too, with, with Weiss Jr. there. Lane Kiffin, mix it up a little bit. Let, let's let's move on, go, go into the SEC, add a mobile quarterback we've seen Alabama uh, struggle with in the recent past. Could you imagine a, a Bryce Young? Um, God, Mike, I said one of those days. Bryce Young, Caleb Williams matchup next year. That'd be so much fun to watch. So I'm, I'm going to go Ole Miss. You heard it here from Chris Moxley first. 2022, Caleb Williams deep to Josh Downs. Um, make sure you're keeping it tuned in to the Campus Canton family of podcasts. Of course, Campus Life, Debbie Debate. Um, and uh, the website, of course, campuscan.com is the place to be. And the YouTube page. Go subscribe to the YouTube page. Matt and Austin just did a really cool uh, 2023 Dynasty Rookie Mock Draft. All right, for Felix Sharp and Matt Bruning, for for Chris Moxley and Matt Bruning, I'm Felix Sharp. We're stuttering tonight. Good night. Mm -hmm.